As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Michael, I know when we talk about products, we usually have something specific in mind. Uh, you know, general public probably thinks of physical products like, you know, I don't know, something you buy at Target. True. And of course, you know, our listeners, entrepreneurs, product people, they also would usually think of digital products as well. Websites, apps, SaaS solutions. Those are all, you know, products that we work on every day. Very true. Very true. Uh, but what would you say if I suggested that something much different could also technically be a product? I mean, I'm open. <laughs> Well, how about like a conference or a community building organization? Yeah, I could get behind that. Uh, people are paying for an experience, right? They get value out of that experience, much like a movie. And that experience can be shaped and iterated on based on customer feedback. So yeah, conference could definitely be a product. And a community building organization, I, I know most maybe wouldn't think of it as a product, but here's the thing. There are leaders of one particular community organization that I've talked to recently where 
Maybe the organization isn't thought of as a product, um, or hey, maybe it is. I'll, I'll leave that debate for another day. But this organization, their members are behind some of the world's most used technology products today. And here's another thing. Okay. They also happen to face some of the biggest societal challenges that exist today too. They're often forced to perform 10 times better than their peers just to be seen and treated as equals. They're underrepresented in the world of tech, yet they have the talent. The organization I'm talking about is Black Product Managers. And while one might not think of an organization as a product, because they play such a big role in products that are being built and used today, I thought it would make sense to highlight their journey. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Definitely ready for this journey. All right, well, let's get into it right now then. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. So tell me more about Black Product Managers. Well, it is a group of just that, uh, Black Product Managers, who started as people who had some things in common, but didn't even know that the other existed. Uh, the two co-founders, Jules Walter, a product leader who was most recently at Slack, and Mariana Quigless, a product lead at Facebook, they're both at the top of their game as far as working in product management, both thriving at high growth technology companies. And they were also experiencing very similar challenges that were specific to them as black people working in tech and more specifically in product. Mm. So they talk about these challenges often. Well, at first, they didn't even know each other existed, right? So despite <laughs> working in the Bay Area in tech and not living all that far away from each other, Jules and Mariana didn't know each other uh, until a mutual friend made a connection. Here's Mariana Quigless talking about the first time that she and Jules met and how Black Product Managers got its start. It sort of started serendipitously. So in the, I live in the Bay Area, um, and we have a few sort of groups, like social groups focused towards um, Black people in tech. They always host a range of events. And so one weekend they hosted this barbecue at Lake Merritt. And I wouldn't ordinarily, like, I was living in SF. It was sort of a long trip. I was like, I'm not sure, but I went. Um, and I'm so glad I did because there I was randomly, like, hanging out by a tree and ran into Jules. And we were just having one of those, like, very generic, like, nice to meet you. What do you do? Blah, blah, blah conversations. And we got to this realization that, for each of us, we were both one of the very few product leaders who were black that we knew. And we started talking about like just that point. And we were like, gosh, this is the dumbest thing. Like, how is it that we are just now meeting, first off? And then also, how is it that there aren't more of us? And so we started thinking about it and talking about it. And we sort of just like figured out that like we need a similar venue for folks who are like us to come together because just in our little one-to-one -one conversation, like under that tree, next to that barbecue, we covered topics like, hey, I'm dealing with this issue that I really don't want to talk about with my work colleagues. Like, are you seeing the same thing? And like, hey, like, I, I sort of been the only one in the room doing this thing for a while. Like, what does that feel like for you? Um, and so from there, we decided that we need to get other folks like us together. Um, and then we hosted like a very informal hangout in my living room. And so like literally we grabbed like, you know, we each invited like the five people we knew. They invited like one or two other people. And we had like 16 people in my living room drinking wine. And we invited folks for just like to talk about different topics that were coming up for them. From a chance encounter and connection underneath the tree and like Merritt, 
to a gathering over wine in Mariana's living room, Black Product Manager started very organically and with purpose. And from that gathering, things continued to evolve. And like, I think it was meant to be an hour and a half just hang out. And we ended up hanging out until like, I think it turned like four or five hours because we were having a great time just like talking through product issues. And from that very small little hangout in the living room, we had bigger and bigger and bigger hangouts. And then, you know, it got too big for my living room. And then we started to have like auditorium spaces. And then we got outreach from a lot of companies. And they're like, hey, like, we want to meet you all. We want to have our leaders talk to you. And then we got bigger and bigger and bigger venues. And sort of like over time, it went from this like very organic, scrappy thing of like me and Jules just leading conversations to this gigantic network across the U.S. It's great that Black Product Managers as an organization has grown and evolved, but it's not just because Jules and Mariana are great at community building. I mean, I'm sure that they are, but it's more than that. It's clear that they are seeing growth for this organization because they've really struck a chord. Before Black Product Managers existed as an organization for many of its members, they didn't have very many people to turn to who could relate to exactly what they were going through. Yeah, it's not just about them being black uh, and working in product management, but it's it's both of those things. I mean, experiencing what mm. they experience as black professionals is one set of experiences. Then working in product management is another but being black professionals working in product management, it's a very, very specific experience. And Mariana talks a bit about what it's like, and she brings up the term code switching. At work, there's this idea of code switching, which is you you try to be 100% yourself, but you can't be 100% yourself. Because as sort of the minority, you're constantly, or for me, I shouldn't speak about others, but for me, like I have to think about, okay, well, how is this landing for the majority? And trying to figure out a way to create that common ground, because through common ground, people make connections. And so that's like this idea of code switching, where it's like, you got to figure out the code you're operating in. And as a minority, like, often the code that is the operational code may not be the code that like, is my downtime code or like the way I sort of like, prefer to be in my, in my most relaxed state. And so it was amazing because we didn't have to switch code to have a conversation about product. And that in itself was such a beautiful thing. We could drop our guard and just like speak the way we want to speak about the things we want to talk about, make the connections that are relevant for us. And so it was a very freeing experience. A freeing experience that they just didn't have before the Black Product Managers organization existed. To help me understand the context even more, in our conversation, Mariana asked me if I was familiar with Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet, the singer, songwriter, rapper. Yeah, well, I'll share why she asked me that um, right after this quick break to hear from our sponsors. When Rain Wilson realized he had a special gift for talking people to sleep, he had two choices. Construct a massive speaker that would blast his voice to every person in the country or invent a talking pillow. AT&T Business eventually talked him into the pillow thing. And backed by a reliable network, the only network with built-in security controls, Sleep With Rain was a hit. Take your ideas to the moon and beyond at business.att.com. That's business.att.com. 
So before the break, we heard from Mariana Quiglis, a product leader at Facebook and one of the co-founders of Black Product Managers, an organization that exists to give Blacks in product management a place to connect with each other about experiences that only they can really fully understand and relate to. And Mariana asked you if you'd heard of Janelle Monet, and you know, why did she bring that up? Well, I will let Mariana explain. She's this amazing artist. Um, she's based in Atlanta now. Uh, she has this rapper. Basically, she talks about how like, she and this guy had the same upbringing. They made the same mistake. He ended up a tech kid in college. She ended up mopping floors. I think I know what she's talking about. I'm pretty sure that's right out of crazy classic life. Yeah, listen to this part. Handcuffed in a bendo, white boy in a sandals, police like a Rambo, blow it out, blow it out like a candle, Sambo. Two kids, practically the same, but seen as totally different. So really, they end up living in two different worlds. And because of that, it forces Mariana and other black product managers to feel like they have to work harder than their peers just to be seen as equivalent. Here's Mariana talking more about this. I have the understanding, like, you've got to be 10x better as a black person. And it's like, you've got to be 10x better to get similar outcomes to other people. And like, that's a weird mind trip. You know, like that's so messed up that I have to think, oh my gosh, you've got to be 10x better. And like, I think majority peers hadn't heard that before, but like, it's a very common thing in the black community that like, you got to be 10x better. Um, and so what that means is like, at work, I am pretty unlikely to ask for help, which is terrible because a lot of product is made up. You know, like the way that like I run my teams has been like honed over a series of years. But like we've had to evolve a lot of things ourselves. There isn't like the de facto book on how this all works. To even have a space to ask for help where I didn't have to think that someone might judge me or judge all Black people on the back of my question was really powerful. Because I know that for most people I work with day to day, I am the only or one of the very few Black leaders they encounter. So they're like sort of forming their story of, you know, what does Black leadership look like based on like an encounter with me or like an encounter with Jules or an encounter with Aaron or the other, you know, Black product leaders out there. Um, and so I, I do try to always be excellent, which is like, oh my gosh, like a lot of pressure. Mariana says it's messed up that she has to think she has to be 10 times better to be seen as equal to by her peers. And, you know, it is, right? It's really messed up. And even Mariana knows that not asking for help at work, that's a bad thing, right? Uh, she should be able to ask for help, but she knows that sometimes doing that, it could be seen by others as a sign of weakness. But that's the power that the organization Black Product Managers has. It gives Black Product Managers a safe place for them to open up and ask for help. 
because they know that they won't be judged as much by their peers within the black product managers organization. And they may not be subject to that same kind of pressure they'd otherwise feel. So creating the safe space, it's meant something. As an organization, black product managers has grown. If you search um, black product, we're like either the number one website or like top like five or six, um, because that's just like the dearth of information that was out there that like this hacky site that like I created without any sort of like SEO tooling could come up in like top search results. Um, it's just pretty astounding, like how big the gap was in the market. Uh, and actually like we've grown a hundred percent organically. Like we've never spent on marketing or anything. And like our growth rate is insane. Like our month on month growth rate is nuts. And it's purely just people talking to other people. But this growth, it's also presented some challenges for the team. I mean, keep in mind, they never sought out to create this. It all just happened organically uh, and because that they felt that it needed to happen. Here's Mariana talking about some of these growth challenges. This was not originally conceived of to be a massive organization. This was originally conceived of this question of, wow, are there other people who are facing some of the challenges or looking for the same sort of support that we're looking for? And so one of the challenges that came up was when there was so much pent up demand around folks wanting to join and wanting to get support that had needs that were very different from that of me and Jules. Um, and so we had to make a call. Uh, do we focus in on, uh, you know, folks who are at the life stage or the career stage of, you know, senior PMs breaking into, uh, you know, more like, like senior executive levels? Or do we expand out to look at you know, um, pre-PM, early PM, mid-stage, and senior. Um, and that was tough because it would mean expanding the range of programming. It means serving a much larger um, organization size. And so we struggled thinking through how we were going to manage it. And I remember at first, I um, my take was like, hey, let's go broad. Let's think about like how we can affect as many people as possible. I think Jules's early take was like, actually like folks who are senior can have so much more leverage on outcomes for everyone else that it makes more sense to think on like how we can grow senior leadership. And then where he and I sort of landed um, was to think about like both models and really explore. So we sort of tested on both models and where we've ended up is on serving sort of the wide range of folks from those who are already PM all the way through. And that's where Brittany really helped. That's where Brittany really helped. We'll learn more about who Brittany is from Brittany herself and learn how she's helped right after this quick break from our sponsors. So before the break, we heard how the organization Black Product Managers was experiencing growth and how that growth was really happening organically, but they needed help. And Mariana mentioned how Brittany helped with that growth. But again, who's Brittany? Well, that would be Brittany Bankston. Today, Brittany is the lead product manager at BGC Digital Ventures. She's an experienced product person that spent time at Intuit and other places. And similar to how Jules and Mariana connected at an event, Brittany's way of finding black product managers sort of started the same way. It was actually at a LinkedIn diversity and inclusion event. A close friend now was was there and he we were just talking and he was a you know a fellow black product manager at the time at YouTube and he said, Hey, you know, you gotta meet Mariana and Jules and you gotta get connected to this community. I can invite you on Facebook. 
the time it was probably maybe like 30 folks. Um, and I went to a, a meetup at YouTube. At the time I worked at Intuit in their rotational development program for PMs. So I had a little slice of what PM you know, could look like, but that really opened my eyes to all of these other great product roles and all these other great people that were, were like me in these roles, wanting to you know, move, move forward in their product careers. So after that, I ended up taking a job in New York, the job that I have right now at BCG and Digital Ventures. And I came to New York, didn't know anybody. And I asked Mariana and Jules and I said, hey, you know, I'd love to get a community started out here. What do you think? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we know a few people, you know, here, here's an email address for this guy that I met one time. And here's, you know, a friend that, that I ran into at a conference and see what you can do. And so, I kind of used it as a way to create a network for myself at the beginning. Um, and so I just started cold emailing everybody out here to see, hey, is there appetite for a community? Um, and then I grew the New York cohort to around 150 folks. And then after that, I you know, came back to Mariana and Jules and said, hey, you know, I really think we should combine the, the two cohorts, Bay Area and New York, and really formalize this program into something that's that's scalable, something that has, you know, nonprofit traction beyond, you know, just ourselves, something that we can really throw, you know, our hearts into long term. And so with Brittany, Black Product Managers took the step of being more than just a regional organization serving people in place, albeit the major tech hub of the Bay Area, uh, but to expand the organization nationally in different places like New York City and elsewhere. I heard Mariana reference in my conversation with her a few times that Jules and Mariana were the ones to take black product managers from zero to one, but Brittany is the person to bring black product managers from one to a hundred. And now Brittany is considered the third co-founder of black product managers, helping it expand and grow. And it really has done just that. While before it started with just social events to foster conversation, which in itself is really important and helpful, Brittany explains here how it really offers so much more now. We're offering interview prep training where folks will come in saying, hey, I'm looking for, for new roles. I, I want to go to these really competitive um, programs. Can you help me prepare for the interview? And we'll like pair them with folks that have done it before. Um, and we've like created structured content for folks to, to prepare for interviews. Um, part two is the BPM Accelerator. So we have two cohorts right now, a senior cohort and then a junior cohort of folks um, that we're piloting, um, really focused on getting folks to that next level in their career, whatever that means for them. It might mean just helping them define that and connecting them to mentors, connecting them to, to content. And then the third is, is, is a recruiting pipeline, you know, a job opportunities pipeline. So, you know, we get lots of inquiries from, from corporations asking, hey, you know, I want to hire a black product manager. How do I do that? And so we try to be very measured about who we you know, give that access to and think through, you know, our relationships with those corporate partners so that it is beyond, you know, just, you know, sending an email or putting a job posting up that we're actually having really hard conversations about why is it that, your pipeline hasn't been successful thus far with with this specific problems. How do we, you know, widen the road that you've created and and make make more room for, frankly, talented people that are going to be an asset to your business? So Black Product Managers is an organization. It started organically with a real need. 
and it's been growing because of how much of an impact it's made for its members. But what's next, right? How can people help? Well, I did ask Brittany and Mariana just that. I mean, it's obvious to me that Black Product Managers is an important organization. It's necessary. It needs to be there. Um, and I think it's great that more corporations and venture firms are wanting to get involved. But I asked Brittany what she says when those organizations reach out and ask what they should do to help. And her answer on what they should be doing. Hiring and believing in Black talent, like really believing in it. Um, and asking yourself those tough questions around why you don't believe in it and what assumptions do you have today about that talent um, that you can, that you can change. Um, I, I think, you know, BPM, it's not, it's not about charity. It's not about like, you know, it's not a woe is me organization. Um, I, I really think it's about making these businesses better and making, you know, the world that we live in, living better. And notice that she didn't say you should contribute to the organization or sponsor it. I mean, yes, those things would be great to do as well. And you can go to blackproductmanagers.com to learn more about how you can do that. But more importantly, hire black product managers, believe in black product managers, empower black product managers. Yeah, those are the things that you could do to really make a difference. You know, a while back, I actually had a conversation with the other co-founder of Black Product Managers, Jules Walter, and when I asked him that very same question, his answer was along the same lines. In some cases, there actually is someone in your organization already that you could be helping. So yeah, of course we want your help as well, but think about the black person or person of color, woman, etc., that may be in your team or in your org that you might not know very well, um, I'm sure they would appreciate your help. Um, and by help, I mean things like mentorship, sponsorship, advice, feedback, um, all the type of career support that everybody needs, but that in practice, um, underrepresented people are less likely to get because there's less of that natural connection or you, we don't have the networks, etc. So that's one thing, just helping whoever you already know, whether they're part of Black PMs or not. I'm going to close this episode with words from Mariana Quiglis, some hopeful words. Uh, it may be true that not everything is equal in tech. Uh, it may be true that black product managers do feel like they need to be 10 times better just to be seen as equal by their peers and feel a pressure that, quite frankly, isn't fair. And those aren't good things. But there is something that does give a little bit of hope that while black product managers as an organization can help with all of those things, the broader tech community can really, really play a positive role in changing things too. I think there is a groundswell that's happening and we're seeing so much interest uh, from different corporate partners that if folks sort of take this like black tech crisis seriously, we can make headways because if tech can do anything, it's rapid innovation and rapid change. Um, and that's what we need. It's definitely what we need. Thanks so much for listening to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM now has a premium ad-free feed. All you have to do is go to glow.fm forward slash Rocketship and subscribe. It helps support the show and it gives you an ad-free experience. You actually get an exclusive feed that you can listen to on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, and Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective, which is a community for software product people. Product Collective is also the home of industry, the product conference, industry virtual workshops, 
and one of the largest Slack groups for product people anywhere. And we're also on the Podglomerate Network, so a huge thanks to Podglomerate. You can listen to all the Podglomerate shows at thepodglomerate.com. We'll see you here next week on rocketship.fm. 